All right, so I just have like a couple of thoughts this evening. So if we look at John chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, I just want us to see how Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews there, was uh, how he looked at baptism. And we can kind of relate this to how other people, non-Christians, see baptism or, you know, these things that we kind of take for granted. And that's in John chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter, enter the kingdom of God. So we see being reborn is kind of an odd idea for people. We, again, we tend to take this for granted because we're accustomed to the idea. But to our human minds, if we think about this from more of a standpoint of maybe the first time we would have heard of this, we would tend to be more like Nicodemus. And we'd be like in verse four, we'd be saying, well, how can we, how do we do this? How does this work? So as Christians, we understand and we understand what Jesus says in verse five. In verse five, he is uh, relating that it's not a natural birth. It's not a normal birth like when we were babies. And uh, he's relating that it's a spiritual birth coming from water and the spirit. And next, if we look at uh, Ezekiel chapter 36, verses 26 and 27, We'll see it reinforced here when we are born again. It is a spiritual rebirth. It is a rebirth of our hearts. And if you look at Ezekiel 36, uh, chapter 36, verses 26 and 27, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Again, that would still seem a pretty strange notion to someone the first time they hear that. That's going to seem kind of odd that God is giving us this gift and changing our hearts, even to the point of giving us his spirit. But if we look at Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, we can see the results of baptism. Now, to have this, spiritual rebirth involves, of course, belief in Christ and repentance and baptism, and it's available to everyone, and the Lord doesn't turn anyone away. We can be God's child, and He will see us as perfect through the blood of Jesus, and we see these results here in Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of, his, of the Son of His love, 
in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. So through the Lord's sacrifice, we are redeemed and forgiven. God sees us as Jesus because he paid the price for us. Jesus took that debt we owed. He took that judgment that is rightfully ours. He took that judgment for us. And again, all this sounds odd, I'm sure, to people outside of Christianity that maybe have not heard it before or maybe are not very familiar with it. I'm sure if I'd never heard of any of this, it would sound strange to me. Um, and we as Christians, we do tend to take these things for granted. So it's just something to think about, something to remember in dealing with the world, how strange it can sound. If even Nicodemus, who was a leader of the Jews, you know, thought it seemed strange. And it may sound really odd to people and they may have trouble accepting it. Now, real quickly, one other thought, especially when we talk to others and something that we should try to be sure we explain, especially to new Christians. We know that once we're saved and baptized, we need to be faithful, right? And most of us tend to think of being faithful as being perfect without sin, but that's not really what faithful means. If you look at the word faithful, there's several, I'll say, layers of meanings. Um, they're very, to me, they're similar in a lot of ways, but uh, faithful means steadfast in affection or allegiance, being loyal, like we are loyal to God, but he's also loyal to us. This is, this is a relationship, really, of faithfulness, if you think about it. Anything we say that we are to God in a faithful way, he is also back to us. Uh, another is firm in adherence to promises or in observance of duty, meaning we're being conscientious. We're putting God and others first. That is our duty. And God is also faithful to us, keeping his promises. Given with strong assurance or binding, uh, we believe God's word and promises are true and binding. His instructions to us are binding. They are faithful. And his promises, again, are faithful and binding. And then lastly, true to the facts, to a standard, or to an original. We strive to be true to our example, which is Jesus, right? He's our cornerstone, and we are building our lives on him. Now, none of these say we are perfect, or without sin, and John obviously reminds us that we all have sin. But due to God's love and the sacrifice that Jesus made for us, if we will be reborn through water and the Spirit, God will see us through the blood of Jesus. He will see us as perfect. And we're not fooling him. God knows he's not fooled. It's his choice. He chooses to see us this way despite our flaws, despite our faults. And that's what it means to be free of sin. In Jesus, we are free of the judgment that is due to us because Jesus paid it for us. And again, that is God's choice as well. He chose to send his son for us. And that's what... We want to offer here tonight, now, 
freedom from sin and to be in God's favor, to be in God's kingdom, a chance to be redeemed and or reconnected to God with a good conscience. If anyone here would have any need for baptism or prayers or any assistance, we'd ask that you please come forward as we stand and sing.